0: Listening to Detroit today on 1019 WDET. I'm Steven Henderson. And as always, thanks for tuning in. It's been almost two years since we've been able to gather in one place for Detroit's favorite free global music festival. But the concert of colors is back. Last year, WDET and other media partners broadcast tape performances from musical guests. And this week through Monday, the festival includes a blend of live broadcast, and streamed events. As usual, the Concert of Colors is going to include community forums, film screenings, and music from around the world. And starting tomorrow, WDET is going to broadcast all 12 hours of the virtual festival happening this weekend. It's going to kick off at 6 p.m. with the Don Was Detroit All-Star Reviews tribute to George Clinton. You can find more information and the full WDET broadcast schedule of the Concert of Colors at WDET. Dot org. Joining me now to talk more about all this is the Concert of Colors founder and organizer, Ismail Ahmed, who you also know as the host of This Island Earth on WDET Saturdays from 6 to 8 p.m. Ismail, welcome back to Detroit today.
1: Thank you, Stephen. How are
0: you? Yes, it's great to hear it's great to hear from you and it's great to hear that Concert of Colors is going back at least somewhat to the wonderful sort of live interaction that uh, that we're used to. But let's start here. Talk about what it meant to have to regroup and have a festival last year that couldn't welcome people the way that we're so used to for these conversations and uh, these performances, and what do you think it meant to lose that in-person experience, but carry on the tradition of Concert of Colors?
1: Well, Concert of Colors was started at New Detroit, which is a organization that uh, brought the corporate and community actors together after the 1967 rebellion. and. The aim of uh, the Concert of Colors really was uh, put forward by a group called the Cultural Exchange Committee, which was a group of organizations of color throughout the metro area. They wanted to share their cultures, but also to work on questions of peace and justice and communicate and try to get things done. And so doing it live is really important to that. Uh, You know, crossing the lines of race and gender and everything else, uh, religion and so forth uh, is made more possible through culture. And so the concert of colors needs to be live. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's an advantage to uh, virtual. Uh, with the help of WDET and WTVS, Detroit Public Television. Last year, the Concert of Colors was seen by something north of 162,000 people uh, all over the planet, literally 20 states, I'm sorry, 40 states, 20 countries, uh, as well as the metro area. And so it gave us huge reach Uh, But that's not what we were invented for. Mm -hmm. We were invented to come together and enjoy each other's company, to talk to each other, and eventually to work together on the larger questions that uh, all of our communities face. And so uh, this year, you know, we are lucky enough to be able to do some small things uh, live. And we will be doing them tonight. Uh, For instance, uh, at the Charles Wright, we'll be uh, uh, doing a show called Wild Beauty with Jessica Care Moore. I think it's already sold out. I don't mean that people have bought tickets because it's free, Mm -hmm. but I think uh, people have reserved already. Uh, but also at the Scarab Club we'll be doing an exhibit and an opening for something called Halal Detroit, which is an exhibit of and a reception uh, having to do with Muslims all over the Detroit area and how they live and work. And then later they'll have a group, not tonight, uh, that will look at Eastern music from the early periods in the Middle East and other places to John Coltrane uh, and that will be uh, on Sunday. So we've had a lot of live activity already. We did a big youth program yesterday outside of the DSO. And uh, it was amazing. Young people from all over Detroit, kind of the best of performances of young people. Mm. And we want to continue to grow the youth component of the Concert of Colors. And then obviously we'll be uh, doing things virtually again this year with WDET and WTVS, actually WTVS started last night and will begin at eight o'clock tonight. uh, I think with a band called Daka Braka from the Ukraine. One of the cool things that we've been able to do, uh, we learned some lessons from last year. Uh, When you can't bring people in, go there. (laughs) <laughs> and so we are shooting in eight cities. Actually, we've shot in eight cities. Uh, tonight, they will be featuring Daka Braka from the Ukraine, who uh, videotaped there, uh, and also uh, Haiti. And you know what's going on in Haiti. To be able to do that, uh, to, to have performance by a band called Ram mm-hmm. out of Haiti was near impossible, but we did it. And uh, we have people from Japan and Uganda, and I can go on, but you get the picture.
0: Yeah. uh, You know, uh, one of the things that I, I keep saying about the pandemic is, you know, obviously it's been disruptive and tragic and sad and all of those things, but it's also given us some opportunities. And one of them, it seems, is to broaden uh, the inclusiveness of some kinds of events to be able to do things that we wouldn't have thought to do before, uh, uh, you know, permitting people to participate in concert of colors by not even being in Detroit, for instance, uh, performing where they are and then sharing it with uh, with our community here. I mean, I, th- I think that's that's a plus in a in a really important in a really important way, and it's it speaks to the power and the cultural impact uh, of, of Concert of Colors. Um, you know, I, I, I want to talk a little about the fact that the festival is free, um, which I think is really an important part of it as well. It's, it's, it's another thing that grounds it very much in the idea of community. Uh, but, but talk about why you made that decision to offer this concert each year for no money.
1: Well, I think Detroit is a a strange place. Well, maybe not so strange in some ways. There are the haves, the have-nots, and in-betweens. And we believe everybody should have access to great culture. And so making it free assures that. Uh, We go out of our way to promote promote single-income neighborhoods in particular. And the coalitions, we actually have two coalitions, one is a network of communities of color who have embraced the cultures of everybody to do the concert of colors. And the other is a network of the main arts institutions in the city who too want to open up to the broader community, uh, both both more to uh, people of color and also low income folks. And so... Having it free is rough, to be honest. It's really hard to raise the money to do this. And we're very thankful to the foundation community, especially uh, uh, Kresge and uh, AARP and Midtown Inc. and DTE and others. But uh, it's important to make sure that everybody has a place in the concert of colors. How else can we... All come together and dialogue
0: um, uh, when we talk about uh the the way that things are coming back together uh this year and being able to do things in person, I wonder if you can talk just a little about uh how excited you might you must be for the idea of live events again i mean i've been. You know, several times to concert of colors concerts, and there's really there's really nothing quite like that here uh, in Metro Detroit. I mean, there's just the wide range of of things that you can see and hear. Um, talk just a little about how it feels to be at least in some way coming back to that live interaction, that live experience.
1: Well, again, that's fundamental to what we're trying to achieve. Uh, But it's not simply a case of opening the doors and saying, come on in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now we've got to take precautions and are taking precautions. Most of the things that we're doing uh, are outside. And so, uh, you know, that helps a bit. But uh, it's important, I think, that we go out of our way to bring in different communities. So one of the things we also do is we send artists into neighborhoods like uh, the Native American Health Center when we have a a Native American artist or a Kibbulan village, which is a tutoring program on the east side uh, and many other places, uh, not only to bring them to the Concert of Colors, but also to bring the Concert of Colors to them And we want to do uh, more of that. Uh, And, you know, we hope that the pandemic allows us to do more of it. But we've also learned a lesson. That reach that we got from virtual, we don't want to completely give that up. And so even if everything went almost back to normal, because I don't think we'll ever have normal again in the way we used to, uh, I... uh, we still wanna do some virtual things uh, to reach out to the planet and to show off Detroit. A good example of that is uh, Melvin Davis performed on um, on uh, WTVS last night. Mm-hmm. And it was a tribute to Detroit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he talked all about Detroit and what comes from Detroit and the Detroit ethic. And it was just really amazing. And to have artists from around the world talk about Detroit, you know last night also there was a Guatemalan uh, indigenous reggae star that performed and he talked about Detroit you know so uh, we make that part of the requirement uh, that they uh, acknowledge that this program takes place in Detroit. Mm.
0: So uh, I also want to note that uh, President Biden recently nominated you to be a member of the National Council on the Arts. First of all, congrats. That is a huge, huge honor and a big deal. Thank you. Thank um, you. So uh, if you're confirmed to that position, talk about what kind of impact you want to make.
1: Well, that's exactly right, if I'm confirmed, because the Senate confirms this fall. Yes,
0: right. <laughs> uh, it,
1: although we're already meeting and talking, so uh, I assume that we'll, that will probably happen. Um, it's interesting. It's an eight-year appointment, and I learned a couple important things. One is We spend a pitiful amount of money on the arts. Mm -hmm. I mean, the National Endowment for the Arts, uh, the the advisory board approves, you know, the grants and reviews them and so forth, only gives $150 million. And it's the largest uh, government uh, focus of money on the arts. Uganda gives more than that. Mm -hmm. I mean... I think that we really need to advocate for more dollars to go out to the arts. You know, every other country I know of spends more than that and they do it because it not only is a banner for their country and a boon for their country, but commercially it makes a whole lot of sense. And the music and artistry, the United States from all of the communities in the United States really needs to be acknowledged. And secondly, I think that while there is a focus on medium and small organizations, there needs to be a greater focus on medium and small arts organizations of color. Um, Very little gets down to them from the foundation and corporate communities. They're smaller, Uh, and less known. uh, But what they produce, what they have to say is super important. Mm.
0: Okay. Uh, Ishmael Ahmed, founder of the Concert of Colors, also, of course, host of This Island Earth, which you hear on WDET, Saturdays from 6 to 8 p.m. It's always really great to talk with you, of course, but the uh, Concert of Colors is one of my favorite events every year. So congratulations uh, on getting it, keeping it going during the pandemic and now bringing it back in a really substantial way this year. Thanks so much for joining us here. Just on- one thing. Yeah, go
1: ahead. Nobody does anything alone. There's a phalanx of all of us that work together yeah. from across the communities that make this happen. Uh, also, if you want to schedule, please go to concertofcolors.com. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, thanks to student producer, Nora Ryan, for her work on today's conversation about inherited trauma. If you want to listen to related topics focused on mental health, grief, and coping, I would urge you to subscribe to WDET's original podcast, the science of grief you can learn more at wdet.org on monday we're going to listen to back to some of the conversations we've been having as part of our 2021 wdet book club this is 1019 wdetfm detroit's npr station your connection to news music and conversation we'll talk again on monday